What's up, guys? Welcome to Free For All Podcast, All Things Geek. I am your host, Evan Swafford. With me, as always, Chuck Nally. Hello. Josh Barnett. Yep. And some sweet sounds of us recording over Skype. Yeah. Turns out, it's hard to record these days. Chuck's sick, again. <laughs> I can't help it. You old bitch. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, so it's the holidays, so and we've got other stuff, so we're recording online. Guys, guys, yes, happy days, happy tomorrow day. God, we're missing tomorrow days. Oh, I man, your fucking sickness. <laughs> I'm gonna have to have three days of no food before I have a tamale, but I will do it. Tamales aren't Just- that bad for you, I don't think. Del Taco ones probably are. No, nah, they're not that big. I Somewhere I have all of that nutritional information. <laughs> Look, just rub it all over your face and take it in through your pores. It's less I, calories that way. I, I would get zero satisfaction from that. I could just chew it and spit it out if I wanted. You don't know that. Zero uh-huh. satisfaction? Yeah, I don't think rubbing tamales on my face is really on the top of my bucket list. Pork tamale from Del Taco. There's a few answers on here. It's looking. This is 250. Let's see. That's a fucking lie. Del Taco tamale nutrition. Video games only, folks. (laughs) Uh, Come on. It's tamale days. So you got to hit me up. I hope they have a whole section just for tamale days. That'd be great. Yeah, it would. Handcrafted ensaladas. That's just salads, right? Saladas, maybe. An ensalada? Yeah, that's salad. Oh, God, the beer-battered fish taco is so damn good. <laughs> it's so horrible. I don't think they have it listed on their official thing. It better be tamale days. If they got rid of tamale days, that's the biggest casualty of COVID. We should stand outside of protest with signs. It's actually probably because fucking stupid Jack in the Box ruined them already. What? Jack in the Box bought Del Taco. Listen, I love Jack in the Box. I won't say anything ill towards them. I will. Well, we haven't talked about video games in a while. We had like a five, no, more like a six to seven week uh, period where you two had COVID at different times. And then Josh went on vacation and other life horrible things happened and we didn't record. We finally recorded a TV and movie show. You'll hear that at some point. Just like you'll hear this at some point. Yeah, you forgot about that, didn't you? <laughs> I didn't. It's open on my on my taskbar right now. I just hadn't had a chance to do it. I know you've been busy. I haven't said a damn word. I know. <laughs> I know how it is. Uh, how is everyone? You know, besides the debilitating sicknesses. Uh, doing fine. It's always good. That's a, that just breams with confidence there, John. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, Evan, you might be in trouble. I mean, usually. What's up? I'm going to find it. I'm looking through the reviews right now on free the number four geeks.com. 
it works way better on the computer than it does on the phone. I was wondering about that because the phone was just shit. I also it was garbage. I I don't think you're right, but I I'm not saying there's no, zero chance. What do you? What's going on? Josh says he gave Amazing Spider-Man two a nine out of ten on FreeForGeeks.com, and I just said no, you didn't. Let's see. I'm pretty sure we gave the first Amazing Spider-Man a 9 out of 10. There's no way the second one got a 9 out of 10, even from Josh's craziness. How to Drain Your Dragon 2 review. That's 100% you. Uh, Edge of Tomorrow review. Many Ways to Die in the West. Crossbones? Yeah, Crossbones. Why? That's the John Malkovich pirate show. (laughs) Yeah, it is. That I forgot was about that. Awful. Four and a half stars to uh, the X-Men Days of Future Past. That should be five stars. May 31st. What day did uh, Spider-Man, The Amazing Spider-Man 2 come out? August. Was it, in, was like, it, was it was like later? August 2014. Going in the wrong day. Wait, no, no. 22 Jump Street. Did I say that one? The world waits with bated breath, Josh. I'm working on it. You jump back in whenever you find it. I got you. There it is. What'd you give it? No, I'm saying I got you. I'll jump back in. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, that was misleading as shit. That was. You son of a bitch. I don't even care. We wrote a uh, story. Move over, Bat. Suicide Squad is coming. Man, do you remember how good those trailers were? Top five Mortal Kombat finishers. Geek Sheet. That was Uh, a lot of prep for that, and it was not a great show. NBA 2K15 puts you in the game. Yeah. That did not work. It worked for me. Doctor Who Season 8 First Impressions? Fuck you, Trey. Was that Trey? Sure as shit wasn't me. I didn't know if that was a guest. A guest writer. Oh, it might have been, you know, friend of the show, Justin North. Video game's over, folks. You guys start talking about video games I haven't seen. I'll just jump in when I find the review. Oh, we got some, we're going to open up. Some things have happened. There was a Nintendo Nindies Direct. It wasn't as good as last year's. And after advertising Card Sharks, my like most anticipated <laughs> game, they didn't even have it at the damn new Nindies, and I was pissed. One of the Shadow Drop. Fuck you, Nintendo. It's 20 forever. Uh, blame, blame Bowser. That's fair. He is evil. Uh, we did have the Game Awards. Um, contrary to some, some people that we know, I like the Game Awards. It's a pretty cool award show that has a bunch of really awesome trailers. Um, and we got some cool stuff. Uh, I'm just going to kind of run through it. And uh, not on everything. For the love of God, we're not going through everything. Uh, is there any winners that caught you uh, off guard that you think should have special mention? I mean, aside from Game of the Year now. Well, Game of the Year, you know, a lot of people were kind of shocked by it. And while I was surprised to think it was underdog, uh, it takes 2-1, and I'm not positive that won't be the free-for-all Game of the Year. It's going to be close if it's not. <laughs> um, so yeah, It's got a good chance of probably being it, honestly. I was a big fan of that. I was a big fan of Joseph Fierce getting up there. Um, other than that, there wasn't a whole lot of surprises. Uh Pretty much most things kind of got their due. Uh, trailers. Yeah, go ahead, Josh. 
loading right now. It's got four and a half stars on here. That's all I know. I don't know what that re- relates to when it comes to the. Uh, no, we never used the star system, did we? It's it. Yeah. You know, the preview did. It showed it based on our rating. Oh, then that's got to be like nine, baby. Exceptional. You should never be allowed to write reviews. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2 blends great performances with pulse-pounding action for a great summer blockbuster. That movie sucks. Byline, Josh Barnett. I stand by it to this day. Sony doesn't. Still, it's hard to argue the fun in Amazing Spider-Man 2. The character has always held a special place in the hearts of audiences, largely owing to his connection to the people of New York, and thus audiences as well. There are plenty of moments that show just how much New York loves and embraces their mass vigilante, as opposed to other adaptations where the hero is almost painted... Or almost always painted as a menace. That movie got the next movie canceled. Nah, that was so. Honestly, it was Sony's email leak saying they refused to make him bisexual. Oh, I mean, Amy Pascal talked about it today. <laughs> With a third installment coming in just a few years and an entire film dedicated to a group of villains from this universe, there's plenty of great times ahead, comic book fans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when the MCU takes cool. over. <laughs> God, that is just dripping with tool. Just <laughs> fuck you. I actually, I'm pretty proud of that little blurb right there. Uh, all right. Uh, some trailers we might want to talk about. Hey, Tunic finally got a gameplay trailer that looked way more badass than the other stuff we've seen for Tunic, and we finally, after like five years, have a release date. It's three months away. It's March 16th. Hell yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm sure I will not play it. No, you no, you'll play it and say you couldn't get into it and then stop. It's because you're playing on your damn laptop. Get fucking Xbox. Oh, you think I got five hundred bucks right now? I told you I can give it to you. You can pay me back over time. I will finance you an Xbox. <laughs> also, Xbox does that. Yeah, they do, actually. <laughs> it's also the easiest way to get one, I think, from what I hear. Uh I'll get lucky and be like Rob, who's not even looking for one and just happenstance upon one. I know. Um, I told you guys I got Trey a Halo one, right? Yeah, I know. I was jealous you got one of those, but I was happy for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, big, big for us here at the free-for-all team. We're big fans of old-school Telltale and The Expanse. And Telltale's back with The Expanse game. <laughs> yeah, baby. I lost my mind. I was like, oh, this is amazing. Uh, Josh is really excited for Thirsty Suitors. Oh, yeah, baby. That Scott Pilgrim ass game. I'm in for it. I know what that means now. <laughs> what? Scott Pilgrim? You knew about it 10 years ago. Uh, Evil oh, West. ruined the joke. Evil West looked I dope. Um, I don't even really know how to describe it, but it looked dope. What was it? Evil West. Evil West. Oh, yeah, like a third-person action shooter where you beat up cowboy zombies. Yeah, Have a Nice Death was cool. Then Sting, yeah, it is. Sting came out for a long song. Uh, and then we had a hell of a run. And let's talk about these are the games I want to talk about. Let's talk about Hellblade 2's trailer. Real quick, you've told me like five different times, and I still don't remember why Sting was at the Game Awards every time you say it. He sings the theme song for Arcane. Yeah, I'll forget that soon. You're right, though. I remember that now. Hellblade looks dope. Graphics aren't a thing anymore. It's just we're watching people die. <laughs> Giant man-baby people. He's a maybe. 
Uh, this looks really cool. I, I, if I have an Xbox by then, will happily play it. On my I mean, own. you got a couple of years, buddy. Yeah, that, that they even put a release window on it. That's not 2022. Um, yeah, that's fair. The word is there, that game is coming out and completely on Unreal Five, and Unreal Five's not fully done yet. So parts of that was made with Unreal Four, and they're going to go back and redo those parts in unreal 5 that game's at least 2023 but man the future is almost here because that was the prettiest video game i've ever seen in my life that was a legit like full game because that good lord it looked awesome outside of chuck will defend see if these water effects being the best ever <laughs> uh, water physics yes water effects maybe not so much Oh, fuck you. Those puddles looked real in this, Chuck. They don't look real in Sea of Thieves. The ocean looks real, Josh. It's a real ocean. Still real to me, damn it. Uh, Josh. Did you just throw out a wrestling sad guy in the bleachers reference? I'm glad you reacted to it like 30 seconds later. I was still reading my wonderful writing about the Amazing Spider-Man 2. <laughs> Josh, you popped hard for Star Wars Eclipse. I lost my shit. I am so excited for that game. Tell the world about it. Uh, it is Quantic Dream, who I personally have not yet been let down by. I really liked Heavy Rain when I played it just a few years after it came out. Uh, I love Beyond Two Souls, and I thought Detroit Become Human was wonderful. I never played Indigo Prophecy. Um, I, I don't know. Like I get David Cage's kind of up his own ass and really thinks he's cooler and smarter than he is but he writes games that i enjoy and this one apparently not only yeah this one not only being in the star wars universe but it's in high republic and they used like last of us as a template according to chuck like that shit all sounds cool this trailer was just gorgeous i'm sure that the graphics actually won't end up looking too different from this based on some of the unreal stuff i've seen and what they've been able to do with prior engines like uh, I thought this trailer was just a super cool mood piece and really introduced a lot of people to the visual look of High Republic that they haven't seen unless they've been reading the comics. Yeah, and that's a relatively new thing. Like, the last year has been the focus on High Republic and Star Wars. And it's, it's kind of like an in-betweenquel look of the Rebels and uh, KOTOR. <laughs> um, like, you know, it's it's Old Republic meets the prequels and it's only like a hundred years before episode one. So they, they can call on a lot of nostalgia for people who are starting to now be nostalgic for like episodes one, two, and three. Uh, you see Yoda in the Jedi high council, which makes sense. Cause he'd be about 500 at that time, I think, or maybe 600 still. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's really cool. I don't know who the big black goo ooze guy is, but I'm intrigued to find out. No, this game looks dope. The graphics are great. I don't. Evidently, Quantum Dream has, is a can be a not, it's not a good place to work work environment. But I'm not going to say I don't care about that because I do. But I don't know about all that. And maybe I'm blissfully ignorant. But I enjoyed uh, Detroit a lot. I played Heavy Rain far too late, and that game sucked from a control standpoint. And then I realized it was like 70 hours long, and just said no. Uh, I wish I'd played Beyond Two Souls first. Uh, and maybe one day I will when I have magic free time. Uh, but no, it looked cool. Chuck, were you in on 
is, is Eclipse a game you'll play if you have an opportunity to play? I mean, I'm going to need to see probably some gameplay first before I can slap judgment like that on it. But, I mean, the the trailer was cool looking. The music was cool, for sure. Um, I'm not nearly as hyped about it as Josh Josh is, but, I mean, I'm not not hyped. That's fair. I'm, uh, a, I'm a slave to hype, Chuck. I'm sorry. Chuck got hyped for true. Alan Wake 2. Yeah, dude. It was dope. Woo-hoo-hoo. Dude, it gave me chill bumps. Like, I had no idea. I'm like, what is this? This kind of cool looking. It looks kind of creepy. Alan Wake 2. Woo! That was dope. I am super sad it's a survival horror game. And I was like, no. Starring Jake Gyllenhaal, according to the entire internet. I'm not going to be able to play that game, dude. I can't do it. I just can't do survival horror. I am way too much of a pussy. Look, we'll do it. Like I'll come over to your house and we'll do it together. I can't even get you online to play the other fucking scary ass game. I want to play it. I'm playing Halo. Oh, we need to play that game. All all of us do. I need to. I have to buy it twice. One play with each one of you, you sons of bitches. Right. Uh, let's see. Chuck's gonna blame me for that. Also, significantly less proud of my writing for the Watch Dogs One review. I wrote in three giant paragraphs, just blocks of text, and then put a score on it. I did that sometimes just to make it easy because I realized no one Ooh, cared. It's tough reading. It's like 30 sentences per paragraph. Stop reading our old website. It's I d- miss these days, Evan. I don't want to do the work anymore, but I miss them. Why did we review Bioshock Episode 2, Burial at Sea? I don't know. We were doing those Burial like at- things. No, Burial at Sea is the DLC for Infinite. Infinite's one of my favorite games of all time. Of course Infinite I was, reviewed that. Infinite was dope. Somebody reviewed Thief for us. That had to be Trey. Yeah, he gave it two stars. A master class in the ordinary. <laughs> <laughs> How did he even play a first-person stealth game? Oh, because he got it from fucking GameStop from yeah. the conference. He didn't like it because he would have thrown up. Also, I mean, probably because it's not good, but still. God, we even had FFA Replay where we did old reviews because why the fuck not? We worked ourselves what? to the bone. There's a reason this website doesn't exist anymore. That's true. We could we logistically could not do it anymore. Uh, right. I'm shutting down the website. Shadow drop of a Wonder Woman trailer that for a game that we didn't even know existed. Yeah, Monolith. I'm so excited. From Monolith Studios, it will use the Nemesis system, which hopefully has been massively improved because it sucked. Uh, it was worse in two than it was in one, so that worries me a little bit because one was great, two was a little bit problematic. It was the same. Nah, dude. I never once experienced a situation in Shadow of Mordor where I kill the guy and then immediately, like not even a second later, the cutscene for him showing back up as my nemesis popped up. But it happened five times in less than an hour in War of Mordor, War for Mordor, and I just I shut the game off and I never went back to it. That was my game of the year in 2014, and I hated the the sequel. It sucked. I thought it both sucked. But I am excited for Woman. I'm excited that we're getting all these superhero games. I, I like what WB is doing with those, and I really like what um, specifically Insomniac is doing. But there were moments of Avengers that I really liked. Yeah, single player on that's just fine. 
they're not doing a great job with it now. Don't play Spider-Man. Uh, we got a Sonic 2 trailer. Yeah, we did. That that movie is like has way more hype than I ever dreamed it would. Like everyone, like it's it is probably the best video game movie. I mean, so far, probably. I mean, unless like, you want I to- liked this year's Mortal Kombat, but like this, it was better than this year's Mortal Kombat for sure. Yeah, no doubt. I also yeah it was. I loved Mortal Kombat this year, but yeah, that's not even close. I mean, yeah, it was a ridiculous, over the top, really cheesy, bad movie, but I enjoyed it because the Kung first Lao part got of to... it was, and it was great, and then it started getting like up its own ass, and it sucked. Oh, yeah, it has to go up its own well, ass so it can explode the from the inside sucked. out, and thirty-five rib cages can show up. I think I wish. All, I think you're forgetting that Blood Rain was made. Fuck you. Fuck you out loud. And Monster Hunter. Oh, there's God. bad movies. Uwe Boll's Blood Rain, starring Kristana Loken, the TX. I really want to see uh, the new Resident Evil, just out of sheer morbid curiosity. Dude, I have heard only two opinions on this. It's the worst movie of all time, or it's the best video game adaptation and exactly what people wanted from Resident Evil. And I've heard it from both versions, people who've never played the games and people who have played, and everyone is all over the map on that movie. I have to see it out of morbid curiosity, but I really don't want to. That's fair. I will. Yeah, oh, shit, I will Right. If they put it on Netflix, Chuck will watch it. How's that tick tick boom, Chuck? Gonna be the one you don't it's the only one you don't watch because it's related to rent, you bastard. We got a Gollum trailer. I don't even know what you're talking about. We got a Gollum trailer that looks significantly worse after two years of not seeing it. It's unfortunate that they changed or well, it's the first real look we've had at his design and his face is just It's not good. It's like Jim Henson's Gollum. God, I would watch that. Are you kidding me? It smells like guilty. Playing around with Hoggle, like, from fucking Labyrinth. Uh, they advertised the first look at Somerville, despite the fact that we saw it, like, six months ago. That's video game trailers in a fucking, like, nutshell. And that game looks awesome. I finally learned that Cuphead, the delicious last course, stands for DLC. It blew my mind that the two of you did not put that together. I swear I've said it on this podcast before. No, no I blame you. Uh, Plus, I mean, 50s, like, doo-wop fucking music with him just going, delicious last course. was just, like, so fucking lovely. It was amazing, and it finally comes out in June, supposedly. Tim Getty's birthday. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Um, Sonic Frontiers, Sonic Zelda. I mean, I'll give it a try if it gets okay reviews. Shadow of the Colossus Sonic. Yeah. Uh, and I believe the last thing uh, we need to really need to talk about. Unless you want to talk about Elden Ring. Arc Raiders look pretty dope. And we're going to talk about something else. Um, what Rumbleverse was the one is apparently like, awesome. What is? What was the one, the one that had like just the absolutely dope ass world with like the uh, the big monsters with like leaves. Oh, uh, Night Nightingale. Oh man, that trailer was great. That's yeah. I need to watch that again. That did I look- didn't love the character models, but yeah, the world and the monsters and shit in there were super cool. Uh, got more Forspoken gameplay. That game still looks dope. Uh, 
The other one was we finally got gameplay for Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League. I'm excited. I'm very excited for this. Yeah, some people got weirdly a little down on it afterwards. I thought it looked great. I don't understand why. I mean, each character seems to play quite differently, and it looks like it has a lot more mobility than the Batman games, even though you could literally grapple and hook anywhere in that game. Like, I think it's a little bit of a change up in style for Rocksteady, and I think that's welcome because you can't play a Suicide Squad game like you're Batman. So I'm very excited to see what's going on with that. I'm with you. All right. Let's, let's switch over to games we've already played. It's time. Let's talk about, for the love of God, we've got to go a ways back. Chuck and a little bit of Josh. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about Psychonauts. Psychonauts two. Um, Josh, you played a little bit of this, am I correct? I played the first level. No, what what were your initial impressions of this game? Me and Chuck, you know, gave our initial thoughts. We were about two levels in when the last time. <laughs> Uh, I think I think it's great. Uh, I had the misfortune and stupid idea to buy three games at once. The other two we'll talk about, I'm sure, later as well. And two of them I kind of like backburnered slash bounced off of. And, and one of them was was Psychonauts. And then the other one I finished as quickly as I possibly could. Um, it's really good. I hope to get back to it before the uh, Game Awards because I think that it's like a classic 3D platformer. It hits a lot of the beats in that first level that I really like. Um, I never fully played the original Psychonauts. Like, I never completed it. I've played it and really liked it. But um, for some reason, I have a hard time completing Double Fine games. I don't know why. Uh, but I am very hopeful that this is one they'll go back and complete. So I've never played any uh, Psychonauts. And this was my first experience to it. And I, I just fucking fell in love with it right away they do a great job of entering into you like we spoke on last time and the gameplay is just good chuck uh you're a longtime fan you finished the game without story spoilers were you were you happy after the long wait absolutely um i to be honest with you after completing it takes two twice uh earlier this year i didn't think that there was going to be a game that would make me double think what my game of the year was going to be. Um, at least until the last half of the year, of course, because there's so many games coming out right now, but, um, this game absolutely does that. It's fucking great. It's the writing, uh, the nostalgia, the level design, like everything absolutely hits. I'm, I'm really glad that it was nominated for game of the year. This year. I didn't, that it had a bunch of a chance, um, but uh, I, I I fucking love it. It's one I of, think it's won a couple of bigger publications game of the year. I know um, uh, G four TV like uh, they gave it, Gamespot gave it their game of the year. So I mean, it's it's done really well for itself. Yeah, I think I've realized that if I'm not specifically planning and thinking that I have a legitimate chance to like get a platinum trophy in a game, then I need to just play like the most casual player ever because I spent like over an hour and a half in that first level trying to find ways to get every single, you know, collectible, every figment of your imagination and every well, ticket or whatever it was, your boarding pass or whatever it was you were finding. And like, I think I just thought like ahead of me, I was like, there's a 40 hour game ahead of me if I keep playing this way. And let me stop you. They asked, actually have it like after you beat the game there is a way to go back and go back into the worlds 
and they have it when you go into the worlds they have it segmented each level is segmented into like five or six different areas it's way easier to go back after you finish yeah. the game and everything it also like way it has some metroidvania elements to it as well every i had to learn that i was also getting hung up on that and some levels you can't get the stuff on the first playthrough yeah, yeah, and like uh, for me, it was just like like for another game we'll talk about. Um, one of the three I bought at that time, like I appreciate a game with good checkpointing and good signposting. Like I went up to clean the platinum, uh, you know, in a game, and it only took me like an hour's worth of time after I'd beaten it to go through all five chapters and find any missing collectible that I needed, and like I could just waltz right through and get it done. And if this game does that, then I might do it. But like I just need to realize that on my first playthrough, I can just enjoy the game unless it's like for like Horizon Forbidden West when it comes out, I'm going to spend 80 hours in that game because I'm going to explore every inch of that map and collect everything I can and do every side quest because that's how I like enjoying those games. But a platformer like mm-hmm. Mario Odyssey, I was able to just hop in and go from level to level and I'd collect a moon as I saw it, but it wasn't my top priority my top priority was getting through each level when i got to the point that you're talking about getting to i enjoyed like mario a game that yeah i enjoyed but i liked it a lot more when i gave up on trying to just get everything i need to break that completionist collect-a-thon mentality like i you you would have thought i would have broken it with all of the rare games on the 64 that i played because they had a million collectibles but that just kind of made me addicted to it even more i just need to break that mentality and say i can play a game just for the pure enjoyment of it yeah because i know i'll love this game i just don't want to spend 40 hours in this game yeah i'm with you i'm with you i was really surprised with how drawn in i got to it the end game stuff is really good i like the different Spoilers, you know, you kind of there's more than one like hub that you kind of go to. There's different like levels with multiple stuff. And yeah, uh, like there's a forest level that I just fell in love. The platform in the forest level and like just the way to get around. Like I spent way too much time there because it's because I enjoyed it so much. But Psychonauts 2 is a wonderful game. It's very high. Uh, I mean, it's a it's a for sure top 10 game for me. Uh, like, spoilers, it is on my list. <laughs> Like, it was nice to play, like, a kind of cutesy, even though with a weird art style, like, 3D platformer in which you don't murder the embodiment of a child's, you know, joy and happiness. It's really the only point I deducted for. It's rare these day and age, like, in this day and age to not have to murder Cutie the Elephant, you know? Yeah, man. Sucks we didn't get to. If that doesn't win moment of the year, we are a fraud. Yeah, Cutie died. Fuck that. It was the best. It broke me. It was awful. I had to look at my 10-year-old boy, like, trying to hold back. <laughs> it, oh, my God. God, Joseph Virus is the best. He really is. Uh, has uh, anyone but me played Back for Blood? No. I'm not. Zero desire. I I wish you did, just because it's, it, it, it's more fun with people you know, I have to imagine. <laughs> Because I actually, I, I enjoy it. It's Turtle Rock. Um, it's a co-op shooter, man. It's just basically Left for Dead. And I was a big fan of that. And I've had a pretty good time. I played like three times with random people, got pretty far. And then it's just, it's a one, it's, it's a long game to do in one sitting. And then eventually somebody drops out and then it just descends into chaos. 
it's fun, man. There's not really a whole lot. It doesn't break the mold. It just does it really well. Uh, Turtle Rock actually just got bought by uh, Tencent, uh, and Tencent bought them. The for- they uh, they gave them money and said uh, we would like you to continue to make Back for Blood and expand upon this. And like I think they're going for the whole like basically what Rainbow Six Siege did. Like it, the redemption arc. Well, I mean, like Six Siege was a good game when it came out, but it needed time to get better, I mean, find its footing, and find its audience. And I think they're I think if Turtle Rock with the backing of Tencent, that's what. Turtle Rock's hoping to do with Backer. Well, and, and for them, I hope it works. And I hope maybe I can play with at least Chuck at some point on that. Yeah, I mean, I want to give it a shot. I, I love um, Left 4 Dead, so... Um, it's that with a card system that doesn't really matter, as far as I can tell, or I'm not good at it. I don't know. It just came out when I was trying to finish Far Cry, and I was streamlining that. So. Hey, speaking of which, Far Cry 6 came out. Yeah, it did. Uh, you finished it. I am like a third of the way through it, probably. Um, Have you completed one of the sections, the three main sections? Like when you're like, you basically, yeah, I know what you're talking about. No, I am about, I'm almost to the end of one of the sections, like the first family that you uh, helped that it's the girl with her dad and all that. The Monteros? Yes, I am almost to the end of the Monteros. Getting her approval and going through the house after she had knife murdered everyone was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you're like kind of sneaking through there and you're like, Jesus Christ, somebody has gone ape shit in here. Wait, what yeah, game is there? again? Sorry. You're talking about Far Cry. Gotcha. What, uh, what, obviously, no story spoilers. What were your, what are your thoughts at the end of the game? Well, um, this. Far Cry is different than the previous couple of Far Cry iterations because there's no, um, you don't get like, um, you don't have to go out and hunt certain animals to get a bigger bag to hold more explosives. You don't, um, there's not like a skill tree or anything like that. Everything's skill tree or you know, specific to explosives or stealth or whatever is all based around the outfit that you're wearing, which I thought was uh, pretty interesting. Uh, but you got to go and find those outfit pieces. And it's uh, a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not even close. to. I finished it and I'm a bit of a completionist myself. I cannot go back and complete that game 100%. It's just way too much stuff the map is fucking massive it's so big and it's like so i made the mistake i started this game and i I, you know me uh far cry 5 was surprised i've liked far cry before far cry 5 really caught me well i'm one of the few people far cry 5 is my favorite uh love it this is pretty different i was excited for it though and still it's still really enjoying it but it's just daunting, and I had to quit to go to some other stuff, and it's really hard to go back. Like, I'm going to, and I want to finish that game, but I'm like, God damn, that map's big, and I hadn't even gone, like, I'm almost a third of the way through the game, and I'm, I I for sure haven't cleared 50% of the map yet. Oh, no. No, 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 no. The, the main city of Esperanza is so dense. There are... It's hard to move around, not only because there's so many villains that are populated within that city and everything is like trespassing. And, you know, if they see you, whether or not 
you've got your gun pulled or not, which is an it, which is a cool mechanic for Far Cry. I really like that a lot. It was very Red Deadish. Yeah, um, but like Esperanza, the, it's like almost the entire city is trespassing, and it's huge and like really packed in. Um, and sometimes you get lost or it's really hard to navigate the alleyways and stuff. But um, yeah, you're not even. It's almost it's almost too much, and I hate to say that because that means they did an amazing job. Like they put in so much, and it all works very well. It's just overwhelming. Unless I'm like, I'm going to play Far Cry for the next five months. <laughs> I need yeah. to let go of a little bit because I love exploring. I do I miss, think it's too crowded. Like the city aspect of it. Like I miss there being being able to just drive across a cornfield for a while and not get shot at. <laughs> yeah, think, that's. Go ahead, Josh. You think? I think Ubisoft in general needs to scale back about thirty percent on every one of their games. Watch Dogs has the exact same problem. So does Assassin's Creed. Yeah, Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Like there was, I liked it a whole lot. Valhalla didn't need to be an average of ninety hours to complete. No, it's insane. It's insane that game it takes that long. I, I love I, that I game. Enjoyed a little bit of it, and I was like, I can't do. It. I'm never going to beat this. No, Nine, it <laughs> took me like 114 hours by the time I finally turned it off. Like, I appreciate. I really appreciate a developer who is willing to give you more than your money's worth because I think that that's more than 60 or 70 dollars worth. What Far Cry has in it, what Assassin's Creed, Watch Dogs, what they have in those games is insanely valuable. But like. You need to find a cutoff point and say, let's really stop here. We don't need to go that extra 20 or 30 percent that we're doing. I agree with you. I don't. Um, I will say that one of the things, since this map is so big, um, one thing that they did take away in previous Far Cry games, if you knocked out an outpost, there would be a section of that particular map where the villains wouldn't come back. Mm. Uh, they were just gone. But that is not the case here. You took out an outpost, there might still be villain trucks like immediately after you clear it, just run right past, and then you're in a fight. And then if you fight too much, then... Um, the heat gets it turned up, yeah. Yeah, Castillo's uh, like secret enforcers or something come after you, and those guys will not leave you the fuck alone until you get out. I feel like I'm just in a fight constantly. And the sandbox, nobody does sandbox as good as them outside of, like, rock stars in Grand Theft Auto. Like, if you want to go in the world and I want to go wingsuit into a group of enemies and shoot a ridiculous gun and just kills me people, it's fucking great. But I mean, at some point, when I'm just trying to progress the game and go through the story, I can't stop getting in fights. And, like, it's not even distractions. I'm just, like, I just need to move on. Now, Evan... You what? say nobody does it better, but have you thought about doing all of that with a grappling hook that can attach to any red and silver item in the world? That and was true for Just Cause 3. Just Cause 4 left a bitter taste in my mouth. That gave we, don't, we don't talk about that. Now, now story-wise, as far as Far Cry 6 is concerned, um, I, I loved it. Um, Giancarlo Esposito is the quintessential villain actor, like maybe of our generation. He is I see him just play like a really sweet old man at some point. He does that all the time, but nobody fucking remembers because I thought he was like kind of like sweet and not 
with a hint of evil in I understand, but like the Maze Runner series, like he had a good side to him. He he kind of played that with still an action based role. I think he's got it within him, but I think Chuck is right. Is that like he he is remembered for his intimidating, stoic, and like badass presence. He literally shoots daggers out of his eyes. Like it's fucking impressive. I do not want to like meet him and say the wrong thing because I will wilt. <laughs> like, well, he's also method as fuck, so he'll probably actually kill you. He is. Yeah, he no, started no. to do press for this, and he was doing it in character, and people didn't know it, and they were like, "Oh no, John Carlos like problematic," and then they were like, "Oh wait, he's not. He's playing his character." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the ending of this game is like fucking insane. Like yeah. I had no idea what was going to happen. Do they nuke Montana again? Because I'd be here for that. <laughs> No, it's much more localized than that. But uh, uh, I knew Cuba. But, like, but just like what happens, I was like, "Holy shit!" Uh, I, I will finish it. It's just going to take me a while because I got a couple of games I got to get back to uh, before that. Um, let's talk. Uh, let's talk. Kana Bridge of Spirits. Josh. I will finish this game. Uh. I'm, I'm finally so I'm finally over the other game we'll speak about later. Okay. Over is a harsh statement. I'll go back to it every once in a while, but like it's not the thing I think about all the time anymore. Right. Um, I very much want to get back to this game, and I think if I again go in with the mentality because I'm not going to platinum this game. I'd like to, but I'm just not gonna. So I just need to stop looking in every nook and cranny and just say I'm going to play this game for the fun action. 3D, like, open-world game, kind of open-world game that it is. It's a Zelda-like. It's a a clone of those kinds of worlds. Um, it's amazingly gorgeous. It's flat-out beautiful to look at. And to me personally, I really like the character. I like the play, like, the gameplay feel. I just, it came out at the worst possible time when another game I was really excited for ended up dropping, and I ended up getting into that with my friends instead i would say that this is so it's it's from ember lab who is a first time video game developer yeah they're an animation studio who has started getting into video games and kudos to them i i'd say right now ember lab is going to make a game of the year at some point i think That's they fair. had to make this game to uh learn what they're doing um from a how awesome this game from an animated standpoint looks, it's almost unrivaled. It looks like I'm watching a like a Pixar movie. I mean, we're we're it's almost it's gorgeous. Uh, it's even prettier than I thought it'd be playing it. Uh, it it runs amazing. Um, everything else is just it's a it's exactly what you said. It's a clone of many different things. A Zelda clone, or just a clone of a and it does it, nothing bad it just doesn't do, do anything great it does a whole lot of good stuff that i've done before that was better done by somebody else i can see your i can see the thought behind that for sure and if i didn't play 50 video games a year i probably would like it a little more but it when i have so many things buying for attention it just did nothing to keep it it was just repetition of very <laughs> that that just didn't do anything special outside of how it looked 
it plays fine. It runs smooth. It just doesn't do anything that made me think, I this is a game I've got to finish. The story's not there for me. Like, it's okay. Um, I like the character a lot, and I like how the game looks. And sometimes I just like to turn it on just to see, like, holy shit, this game is pretty. And as they learn to do their own thing and put their own stamp on gameplay, if it's anything like what they can do graphically, yeah, they're going to make a game of the year at some point. They're awesome. It's just this is a great first step, but it's just not a game I have any desire to finish, personally. Uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely still want to. I think the character in the world is really cool. I think, like, I'm intrigued by what story I'm got, I've gotten so far. I think I'm a little further than you ended up getting in it, um, and I'm still only a couple hours in. But, like, again, if I can just shut off the part of my brain that's, like, search that corner over there. Like, I, I know where I need to go and just follow that critical path. Um, I think I'll get a lot more enjoyment out of games like this than I would like. I played Last of Us 2, and it was, I'm looking for every clue in the world. I'm looking for every note left behind. I want to embrace myself in this game for 60 hours and, like, not miss a single thing. I don't need that for Kena. And if I could do that for Kena and, and avoid those pitfalls, I could probably finish this game in 15, 20 hours at most and oh, yeah. get a lot of enjoyment out of it. Yeah, for sure you could. Uh, Chuck, what are we looking like on time? We are at 45 minutes, sir. Okay, we got a little time. Uh, let's do the, uh, let's do the Game Pass, uh, segment. <laughs> uh, am I okay to step away for a hot second? I need to go clean my wound. Yes. Uh, Is that a euphemism for taking a shit? No, I almost cut my finger off the other day, and I need to clean it. It hurts a lot, so. All right, yeah, go do that. Uh, I can, like, uh, uh, Chuck, <laughs> have you played Golf Club Wasteland? <laughs> no, did that just come out? Uh, a couple, it came out a couple of weeks ago, I think, or like a month ago. I don't know. It's been out for a little while. Dude, you have to play this game. I'm obsessed with it. Why didn't you tell me about it? I, I don't know. We've been busy. And I if I tell you to play a game, that's just more time that we don't play House of Ashes together. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Uh, spoiler alert, folks. House of Ashes is not being talked about today. We have not played it. Um, Sorry. Golf Club Wasteland is, as you might imagine, a golf game. It takes place in a dystopian future where all of humanity has left Earth, except for the super rich uh, take vacations back to Earth to play golf uh, just through the ruins of society. And there, as you go on, you just, I mean, it's just like two-click golf, like the simplest thing. Uh, you pick an angle, you pick your power, and you go. Um, you're playing like it starts off extremely easy. It it has a par limit at the top. If you shoot at least par, you want, or one under. Uh, yeah, if you shoot par, you get the full clip of the story. If you shoot like one over, you get half the story for that level. But it's going places. There's somebody watching you. Some there's some type of conspiracy going. But all along, all you're fucking doing is just playing golf and. The game gets crazy hard. Eventually, the par is like going to be like 27. You've got to hit it through all these ruins, and there's secret doors you can open. But you're just playing golf, man, and it's like super zen, and I'm obsessed with it. 
Okay. Cool. I'm so excited for you to play this. It's going to be nowhere as good as I've made it out to be, but I really enjoyed it. It's very relaxing. Oh, my God. There are so many new games. There's a lot. Gunk. Lake and Gunk are both on there right now. I know. I bought Lake before it went on there, the sons of bitches. <laughs> uh, yeah, I played the Gunk. We're going to talk about that later. Uh, oh. uh, yeah, Golf Club Wasteland. Definitely a recommend for me. Um, I haven't got to play it yet. It's on my list of games that I will play before our awards. Everybody raves about Forgotten City, and it's on Game Pass now. I will be playing that. People, like, fucking love that game. Is it this year? Yes, it is. Um, I finally played Into the Pit. Um, I was really uh, intrigued by that game uh, when we saw it came out. Um you said it looked janky. Um, it does indeed look janky even while you play it. It plays pretty good, though. It is the um, roguelike that you play where it looks like you're kind of going through hell. Um, you're, and you have two hands that are basically like your hands are guns. Um, it's pretty fun. It, it, like It's awesome for a Game Pass game. I had fun for like an hour and a half with it, and I may pick it up again at some point, but probably not. Uh, but solid Game Pass game to play if you're into roguelites. Just don't, it's real bad graphically, like real bad, but it, it's fun. Okay. Uh, and then there was uh, Sable. You played Sable. Uh, Sable sucks. I hate it. Like, it sucks a lot. Why I want to know lot? what people are like really seeing into this game because the only reason why I wanted to play it was because of the word of mouth and critic reviews and everybody loves it. Dude, it's so boring. It's so boring. I thought it was going to be a bit journey-ish. It looks like journey. It's got the sand and it's got, uh, it does uh, have good, it's got solid music. It's not like journey style, beautiful music, but it's okay. Like, like a journey Zelda is what I was thinking. Yeah. But you spent, it takes so long to like actually start your actual journey in this game you have to it's a like it's a fetch quest after fetch quest like like two hours of it like it's like old school like weeds like uh twilight princess zelda that where you spend for fucking ever on that farm before you can actually go out in the world except for it's not zelda it's sable <laughs> <laughs> and you you weren't having problems with it man it was broken as shit for me like i would get on that little scooter thing and clip something that wasn't there flip in the air like and then the camera would rotate underneath of me and i could see through like the entire world it was fucking broke as shit that happened to me all the time yeah it uh it, it ran like a dream for me it just still it was just boring uh, that, that's the only problem with it. I have zero desire to ever... I played two hours, maybe a little bit over. And, man, it... it, it yeah, I played about three or four. It's not fun. It's not fun at all. I've, I will, I've already uninstalled it. I'll, I'll never play that again. Ooh, what game is that's this? Sable. It sucks. <laughs> uh, let's see. Any, oh, uh, Boyfriend Dungeon. Okay. I, got, I got real curious. <laughs> that game is weird as fuck. 
it is a like dungeon crawler, but also a roguelike. This one, all right. I don't know what you're holding. Oh, there it is. Yeah, that's it. Um, you control a sword which has the spirit of a man in it, and you're fighting people, but also trying to get dates. And the game is like. And I don't mean this as a negative, but it's like it's too try-hard, but it is extremely woke. <laughs> like, very. Um, I, I, man, I, I, you almost have to play this to even understand it. It wasn't a bad game. The combat was kind of fun. And I didn't get what they were going for, like, as the premise of this. I don't know why I'm passing off, but it's... It's not great. I've got it on here, Josh. Don't worry. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. Boyfriend Dungeon. Game Pass game. Try it. See, for me, it's like the, if we had a what the fuck did I just play award, it's that. Only beaten out by Genesis <laughs> Noir. That's a good call. Yeah. That game's the winner forever for what the fuck did I just play. Uh, <laughs> And finally, for just random Game Pass games that came out that I'll talk about, uh, let's say, let's go with The Gunk just coming out, uh, I believe, over the past few days. Yeah. Um, what a solid little game. Um, I wasn't expecting to l like it a whole lot, um, but it's good. I'm glad it's a Game Pass game. I would never would have bought this because I wouldn't have ever played it. Um, I thought I would play for about 30 minutes just to get so I could speak to it, but uh, I ended up playing for like two and a half hours. I really enjoyed it. Uh, it's a solid seven out of ten, like it's a worthwhile game. Um, and I feel like I get the same vibes that Josh does while playing. It's a little more intense because there's a little bit of platforming in combat, but it's just basically that I get the same vibes that Josh does when he plays Power Washing Simulator. Really? Yeah, there's just a lot of stuff to clean up. Is Josh frozen? Yeah, something's going on with him. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, there, there you are. Are. You were frozen for a minute. Yeah, I didn't hear anything aside from I heard what? Simulator, so I figured Power Wash Simulator. Yeah, I was saying the gunk gives the same vibes as Power Washing Simulator. Uh, as far as, like, the whole purpose of that game is you land on an alien planet and, like, there's an invasive gunk everywhere that completely, like, keeps the environment down. And when you clear an, a section, like, plant life comes alive and opens up pathways. And it's not hard. It's kind of just very delightful just to walk around and clean up the world and you... It does have, and this will come across bad in this group, well, at least to Chuck, it has some, like, uh, No Man's Sky elements, like, you do a lot of scanning and sucking up, like, uh, uh, yes, yeah, scanning and sucking. <laughs> Sucking's right for No Man's Sky. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you, you do, like, you take up, like, elements, like, you're, you have a little vacuum army, you suck in, like, metal and fibers and stuff like that to upgrade your uh, your abilities and all that stuff. And other than that, it's just very light platforming, very light combat, and then you just go through the world, clean it up to reveal the story. Like, I've found alien ruins of a civilization recently. I like that game. 
It was also one that I tried. I did not download the gunk. I played it on my Xbox Series X uh, through the cloud, and I wanted oh, to see. Okay. It ran. Um, ran like hardwired. A, uh, my my Xbox is hardwired, so the, I felt that was probably the best experience I could get through the cloud. As far as uh, I had uh, every now and then a bit of a frame rate drop, uh, or not even frame rate. I would say uh, a fidelity drop uh, graphically. Uh, and it lasts about two seconds, then go back up. But but overall, to not have that game installed and play over two hours on it, I, bravo! If that's that's still in beta for Microsoft and it's running like a dream on console. Nice. And with how fast, with how big games are getting, and how fast my hard drive plus my uh, expanded hard drive is filling up and how expensive that fucker was and anything I can do just to play some games for a little while without putting it on my hard drive. That's fantastic. Nice. Speaking uh, of simulators, Josh, did you see there's a lawnmower simulator is on game pass? Oh yeah. That's been, well, I didn't know it was on game pass, but that game's been out for a while. I don't know. I'm still not done cleaning my way through the world. Chuck, I don't know if I'm ready to trim my way through it as well. <laughs> Oh, uh, gotta clean before you start trimming, Chuck. You gotta clean first. I I'm gonna talk about one more game and then we'll cut it and go to a second show so we don't go too long, especially when we're recording online. I don't want it to be too big of a bitch. Uh, this is the last one I think that's just me. Um, so let's talk about and this is a bigger game, but I'm the only one that's played it so far. Let's talk about Metroid Dread real quick. Um. Big game. My brother, my brother has agreed to play It Takes Two if I play Metroid Dread. That's a good deal. He's going to play one of the best games of the year, and you're going to play a very good game. Like I, your brother kills me with that, and I could easily be like down on it. No, it's a really good game, and I'm very happy for him. Like as a super fan, he has to like. I'm sure none of us here will like that game as much as Rob does, and we shouldn't. But it's still. Taking out any fandom, I've barely played any Metroid ever. Um, this is a fun game. I haven't gotten into I've got about four hours into it. Um, and boy, howdy, does it earn its part of the Metroidvania. Um, yeah. Holy shit. And going back to it after a long time, it's really hard because that world is hard to get around. But smooth-ass gameplay. My God, does Switch need to upgrade on power? Um, but despite that, it still looks pretty good. It's just hard because the hardware is so far behind, but it runs like a dream. Um, I was, I didn't really know what to expect. It it almost has a bit of like uh, alien isolation vibes to it. Like you wander into these sections where the dread machines are and I know nothing of story. So like I'm skipping over all that cause I have no idea what the fuck's going on. I know I'm right. on a world and shit's happened before. And a computer's talking to me, and then I go out into the world, and I end up lost for fucking ever. And then I finally find one of these dread things, and you have to beat them to progress. Like, you'll need to get past them if you go a certain way to open up the next part of the level. And, of course, you'll have to go back, because Metroidvania. Man, but, Alien Isolation might be the only game I actually got scared of finishing. Like, I couldn't do it. I want to. I know I'd love that game. But there was just the one time that alien showed up and chased me down when I thought I was finally in the fucking clear, and I I turned it off and I never went back. It doesn't have that vibes to it. Like the dread uh, things don't scare me. Yeah, uh, 
they can kind of pop out of nowhere and you'll kind of jump like, oh, fuck, it's right there. Because it'll like drop out of like the a top grate you didn't even really know it was going to be coming from. Yeah. Your tension gets very high when you get in one of those levels. Because most of it is just running until you can get figure out a way to get by. And then you have to get past it. And figure out the maze in, in its level to like figure out where you need to go to go get a weapon that's a single shot weapon that will take one out. And even then, you have to hit it just right. Uh, otherwise, if it hits you, it will kill you. And each one, you can get a uh, you have one redemption thing, and it's like I forget what they call it. It's almost called like the impossible parry or something like that. If it pins you down, you have one chance to parry its attack, and it is very precise. Uh, I've done it several times. You're, no one's going to do it every time, but it because it's very precise. But it's not impossible, right? Uh, but if you do that, it kind of staggers it, and you get a chance to run and start over. But you can't beat it without finding a way past it and finding where you're supposed to go to go get this weapon. And there, I think there's eight of them. I've killed three. It's not an overly long game. I just keep going back to it in small increments. It's very good. It's nowhere near my game. I don't know if it'll be top 10. Maybe if I beat it and I, and I fall in love. Like the, the gameplay is very smooth. To me, even though there's a lot of exploration, it's just more about the action. The shooting in it is very good. Uh, as you up, unlock your abilities, you know, again, I hate to keep saying it, Metroidvania. I mean, it's very good at that. To me, I like Ori is just much more satisfying. It's more about the platforming and the beautiful story. and Right how beautiful that game is. And that's a personal preference. Like as far as like the shooting part of it, it's a, it's a really good game. I'm happy for the longtime Metroid fans that waited for 20 fucking years for this game. Uh, True. He, I mean, borderline top 10, probably in the end. We'll see. You'll right. like it though, Josh, I can't imagine you not liking the game. I'm sure I would enjoy it. I've only ever beaten Metroid prime three. It's the only Metroid game I've played to completion. And it, it is definitely not like prime. I played no. the first prime, you know, First Prime was on GameCube, correct? Uh, Prime 1 and 2 were on GameCube. Yes, I played the first Prime for about three hours. Really liked it, but that's all I ever played, and it wasn't my GameCube at the time. Uh, Chuck, should we cut here and then come back with some of our bigger games for a second show? Sounds good, Chief. All right, folks, we'll be right back. Thank you for listening to Free For All, your source for all things geek. We just wrapped up another episode, but we're not done. Stay tuned for parts two and three. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes and rate and review us too. That's the best way for new folks to find our show. You can also find us on the Google Play Store, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting app. Don't forget that you can now subscribe to our YouTube channel to watch the show as we record, and you can catch our live streams on the Free For All Facebook page. Also, feel free to tweet us at FFA Podcast to keep in touch. Thanks again, everyone, and we'll see you next time. Hello, I am talking at a reasonable volume. Hello. I am Josh, and I am speaking at... Shit. Hello, I am Josh, and I am speaking at a reasonable volume. Hello, I am Evan, and I am speaking at a reasonable volume.
Hello, I am Evan and I'm speaking at... Uh, 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 uh.